never show any sign of weakness. Always go for the front. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. News Talk Radio is proud to bring you... Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kaltbaum. And look, once again to Investor's Edge, I'm Gary Kaltbaum, your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's Tuesday, August 13th, 2019. And you know, we always say to you, if things change, we'll let you know. If we see things looking to change, we'll let you know. If we see things setting up to change, we'll let you know. That's me setting up the beginning of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but first, if you do not get the show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at GaryKaltbaum. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary articles we post. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, we'd like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. And ConvictionLeaders.com, ConvictionLeaders.com, ConvictionLeaders.com. Email service right there, one month free. Just press the button. So let's sink right into it. And we're going to measure our words very carefully today especially when we talk about President Donald Trump. Remember what we've been telling you here, we no longer have free markets, we have markets by central bank and markets by tweet. So the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators, go check it out. Investment-models.com, you ready? The Dow was down 391 yesterday, remember that? As I speak, the Dow is up 395. And by the way, we're pre-taping the show. It's 3.20 p.m. We'll take you to the close. Down 391 yesterday, up 391 today. 395 today. Uh, S&P is right where it was yesterday. Up, uh, down 40. Let me, let me make sure of that. I, I just want to make sure of that. S&P, actually, uh, S&P was down yesterday, uh, 37. It's up 46 today. And that's because the NASDAQ, which was down 95 yesterday, is up 156 today. Gary, what the heck could possibly change from yesterday to today? You know. Do I even have to tell you? We predicted it. We told you. We told you we did not think that the latest China tariffs that the president put out would last the September 1st when they were supposed to be put on. Something would be done. Something will be done. And we, we just didn't take that out of thin air. You know, when I was young, I used to go to the dog track all the time. I used to go to Hollywood Dog Track in South Florida, Flagler, Biscayne Dog Track. Uh, I used to go to them all. I loved it. And I was a great dog track, dog, a greyhound handicapper. Do you know why I was a great greyhound handicapper? I was very good at measuring past performance. I was excellent. Whether it was the dog had the inside or the outside what kind of weight he was carrying, whether it was a three-eighths of a mile or a, a, a sprint, whether he was at Flagler or Biscayne, different type of tracks, whether there was speed that was going to get in front of him first and he'd have to come from behind, all that stuff, past performance. And the you know, same goes for horses, jockey. Uh, oh, by the way, also in the dog track, weather, rain. 
in ho- muddy track and horses also jockey weight turf or dirt handicap in the past the president's now easy president trump is now obvious i've told you this time and time again let's work backwards new china tariffs have been threatened a few times now and every time they're taken off the last one was the g20 taken off at the g20 then put back on what a week ago no almost two thursdays ago two thursdays ago guess what donald trump did today didn't like the dow drop in 2000 points it has been known it's been leaked that the president was surprised how much the market went down, even though he lied to the public when he was didn't doing one of those pressers and saying, yeah, we had, we had an idea. He lied. The fact is we found out, it's been leaked already a hundred times, that he was surprised. So guess what he did? He got rid of them. Oh, excuse me, the ones that count. It was announced from the United States Trade Representative today that the next round of uh, additional tariffs have waivers, or we're putting them aside for now. You ready for which ones? Only the ones that count. Cell phones, laptops, video game consoles, toys, computer monitors, footwear, clothing, retail. Guess what stocks have been hit the worst? Retail. Technology. Boom. Now, there are other ones that are going to go on September 1st, and I went through them. Doesn't matter. Nothing. Cheeses. Don't get me wrong. Everything counts. But I think they're going to even take those off. So here's what happened. It's very simple. Again, the president did what he did with Mexico. Came out with, out of nowhere, tariffs, I think on a Saturday or Sunday, and the market created that whole week. And by the next Monday, got rid of the tariffs and said, well, the reason why we're going to get rid of them is because we just cut a deal with Mexico. But the deal was already in the works for six months, and everybody knows it. It was bullcrap. We had European auto taxes that were going to come, uh, tariffs that were going to come on on a Friday. That Monday, four days before, got rid of them without any negotiation. And then, as I mentioned, the China things. So the president is conducting economic policy based on a few percent moves in the stock market. Now, I will let you know, I did not come into today short anything. I'm not short. The market helped me today. But I am sick to my stomach that this man is a socialist with our markets trying to become a dictator, an overseer of markets based on the moves. And it's very simple, past performance. It's a gimme now. I'm trying to come up with new rules based on this. And I'm thinking the rule is the next time he puts tariffs on again and the market gets hit on day five or day six, trading day, just buy the hell out of the market because he's going to change it again. By the way, I'm not being sarcastic. At all. And herein lies the worry. And I'm going to use a cliche, even though I hate cliches. He's playing God with the market. He will crash the market one day. He thinks he can move markets on a whim or on the fact that it's down a few percent. Donald Trump is no Ben Bernanke. That could create $5 trillion out of thin air and take rates down to zero. Why do you think Trump is cursing out Powell to take rates back down to zero and print more money? I'm sick to my stomach over this. But up next, got to get rid of the sickness. 
and talk outcome. That's up next on this, the I Told You So, one and only Investor's Edge. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kaltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us tonight. I spent eight years worried about the uncertainty of Barack Obama. After all... They lied to us about Obamacare to get it passed. Just go look up uh, Jonathan Gruber, put the video in of him admitting that Barack Obama and the administration lied. I worried about just the subtle attacking of business. I worried about just massive over-the-top regulations and the whip, the utter whip of the EPA. I worried about the determined destruction of coal industry. I worry more about Donald Trump now. Massive tariffs. Oh, we're taking them off. Massive tariffs. Oh, we're taking them off. Massive tariffs. Oh, we're taking them off. Jawboning the central banks years after he complained and whined about Obama and Bernanke uh, taking rates down to zero. And of course, the big enchilada, he's a socialist on size of government and federal spending. I don't know how any of you conservative Republicans like the guy. That's socialism run amok. He handed $28 billion, $28 billion of taxpayer dollars over to the farmers because he screwed them on tariffs. I now worry more on the uncertainty of Donald Trump than Barack Obama. No, seriously. Now, let's talk markets, outcome. Well, on a day like today, gold got hit a little bit, not that much. Believe it or not, they were saying a safe haven was Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin got hit. Uh, strong today is almost everything else. But we call it recovery strong. Because the Dow is still down, I think, 11, 1,200 points from the high. A lot of stocks are way off their highs. There's really no new highs in the market. So recovery time of unknown price and time. And anybody who thinks they can predict tomorrow right now with this guy running the joint, I, 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 you know, Everglades, land, I'll sell you some. But when the market closes today, and by the way, it's 331. And by the way, the Dow is up 386. Now, by the way, I think we were up 500 at one time today. Uh, we're at 391, Dow up, uh, S&P up 45, NASDAQ 155, NASDAQ 100, 169. Uh, the stock's up 42, transport's up 116. <sighs> My best guess, and really the only guess I can give you, remember, we were correcting and the major, big four major indices came down between the 50 and 200-day moving average, which, with the Dow actually touching it a little bit. The big lagging weakness remains the small and mid-caps and the transports and other areas. But since the leading – oh, in foreign markets, big time. But since the leading areas have been these four major indices, we concentrate them on, their, on them more. I'm going to guess – and this is really the only guess I can give you this second, notwithstanding more noise out of the dude running the country. The low put in today, going to hold for now. I think the surprise would be if in the next few days we just rolled over badly without any more news. And you know what I mean by that, news. 
But what do you do off of that? I, I don't know just yet. I have to go to my tried and true. Need another card or two coming out of the deck. But I absolutely know what the leading stocks in the market are. I know the strongest stocks in the market. But trust be very low. I know what names have the best reaction to earnings. But trust to be very low. Why? Need, need I say it again? Now, of course, there are other things happening. Uh, Hong Kong, that's big trouble over there. I am really worried about the Chinese really going full communist on, on the Hong Kongians. And, and by the way, I have to also, uh, I can't cut any slack to any of these protesters stopping commerce and travel out of Hong Kong airport. I think there's like 200 flights a day. has to be more than that, actually. I, I think I heard somebody say 200. feels like it'd be more. But you can't fly into Hong Kong. You can't fly out. The number three rated business country for business in the world. The Heritage Foundation, a conservative think tank, or whatever you call them, for 24 years saying it's the freest economy in, on the globe. So i got to say I'm less than thrilled with the protesters. I'll know a lot more after I scan tonight because I will tell you it's just uh, it, the last few days you might as well have your little three-year-old taking out a crayon and scribbling. No, really. You might as well have a three-year-old taking out some crayons and scribbling. But my best guess, for now, Lowe's put in. That's all. Can't go any further than that. I wish I could. I really do wish I could. Now you're saying, how can we invest in this environment with, with what the president's doing? Well, when it, it is all said and done, listen carefully, the market will show itself, whether it wants to resume the uptrend or head into hell. That'll, we'll, we'll see it. Just right now, you know, can you tell I'm frustrated? Can you tell I have a little bit of anger? And again, I didn't walk in short the market today. I, I, I just don't want this. I railed against, I rail against the Fed interference, and I got to rail against the president interfering, and leave no doubt, this move was for one reason and one reason only, stanch the bleeding in the market. Up next, yeah, 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 more. And whatever else, I'm Gary. This is the one that only best is at. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Colbaum. I'm highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. Boston. What a great, great group that was. All right. And, and, and by the way, this is all constructive criticism on the president. I, I, I take no joy in, in, in stating what should be obvious to you guys. We have a ton of people in the industry, my industry, that listen to this show. A ton of people that are traders that listen to this show. A ton of people that are not involved in markets but outs that listen to this show. And you all know, when the president took office and came in, I complimented him on his pro-business, lower taxes, less regulations. It's gone downhill from there. It's gone completely downhill. 
and I'm very careful with my words. I don't want to get personal. This is all business. And I'll keep my fingers crossed he doesn't crash the market. And I say that because you know what else? I think he thinks he is an absolute unadulterated gargantuan genius. And he's not. He's not. He's nothing more than an easy money gargantuan government spender. He is a, uh, a deficit dove, does not care about the debt of this country or the deficit. For me, it's now a laughing stock. And remember, we have no interest in being invited to a holiday party at Mar-a-Lago. I don't need to meet the man face-to-face. This is all about him being my president. I want good policy. And economic policy moved around by a few percent in the markets. We're going to be destroyed one day. I'll keep my fingers crossed. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But one only has to ask the question, why is this happening? It's 3.41 p.m. About 3.94. By the way, the market just jutted to the upside on the news and made a right turn the rest of the day. But I've got to believe... I take that back. Let me say it a different way. My best guess is the lows we saw today on the open going to hold for now. For now. Upside, I, I don't know. Is it okay that I say I don't know? Versus others that keep telling you they do know? I really don't know. If I can mind meld with the president, maybe I would be able to know. But I, my, my sneaking suspicion, these tariffs are now off the table. Just a sneaking suspicion. Completely. By the way, I don't think it's an accident that Tim Cook has been at the White House more than one time recently. You know. He just waived the uh, cell phone, laptop, and computer tariffs. Really. That's what he did. Really. Really. So the only thing that changed, I would suggest here, is maybe we got a little bit of a wall near term off of this. Anything is possible, but I'm thinking the surprise would be if the market just turned tail and head south. For me, that would be the surprise. But again, I have to put those two words there, the big caveat, anything is possible. Three words, thank you. I was stand corrected. Now, in other news... Uh, Germany's more numbers came out of Germany that are recessionary. Germany's the engine of growth in uh, Europe. So if Germany's crapping out, what does that mean to the rest of Europe? Little food for thought. Not a lot of great shakes in other areas of the globe either. And I must tell you, I keep hearing how strong our economy is. I don't think it's that strong right now. I think we're stronger than most. 
Now, maybe that weighed on the president's mind. Also, 3.44 p.m. We're coming in a little bit here, not the end of the world. Uh, Dow is only up 3.70. We're just up 400. Uh, S&P 42, NASDAQ 151, NASDAQ 100, 165. Socks up 41. Transports 114. Advanced declines uh, 26.10 in New York. NASDAQ not as good as I would think, and I haven't even looked at new highs yet, but let me just say I doubt there's many. I've been asked about Uber because on Friday I was on TV and said I thought Uber was a $15 stock. Uh, Uber closed Friday at 40. It's 36.48 as I speak. Had no idea it would crater so quickly. I just want you all to recognize that bear markets are so much different than bull markets. You got that? Bear markets are so much different than bull markets. And what do I mean? You literally go from coast to coast on valuations. Coast to coast. They will take expensive down to cheap. They'll take really expensive down to really cheap. And most importantly, from my studies in history, in bear markets, doesn't matter what the company does, what they sell, what they produce. If they lose money, they are going to get killed. Thus my thought on Uber. Thus my thought on Beyond Meat. Now, of course, if Uber starts making big money, different story. But all we have right now, all evidence in, decelerating sales, not earnings, because they lose money. Their sales growth decelerating the last few quarters. And one has to ask, oh, where the hell are they going to get the acceleration from, or at least stopping? On top of that, I've been telling you. By the way, I didn't make this up. I read this. In several publications, they lose like 60 cents every time you take a ride. Really? What a magnificent business model. By the way, there's another company coming public soon. Soon, WeWork. Same thing. And I find it interesting. I hear the CEO cashed out of like 700 million bucks on WeWork before the IPO, which is not very normal. So just remember all that. And if we ever do get a real bear market again, I'm not talking about one of those corrections where the Fed comes in and just stops them. You'll see. Up next, we'll take you into the close. We're near it. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor's edge. You're listening to. What are we waiting for? What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Action. Investor's edge. With Gary Kaltbach. <laughs> Welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, by the way, as I stated, I, I think the odds do not favor – the odds favor. That's my guess. We're going to hold it here for now. But just in case, on the off chance, we just start rolling over in the next day or so. And by the way, any, I repeat, anything is possible. That would be real negative. Real, real negative. Because we were heading near the big longer-term 200-day moving average, and you don't want to break that area. When I say trust me on that – I mean that. Other thoughts? Well, first off, you don't know this, and you're not going to know this, but you can probably find the tape of it. I am pre-taping the show in the final hour, right? It's 3.50 p.m. At 5 p.m. tonight, I'll be on Bulls and Bears. We are actually talking to Bill de Blasio, mayor of New York City, as well as John Delaney, both not polling very well, but both still presidential candidates. That's pretty cool. 
I will be very respectful. But I must tell you, the Blasio, 70% tax rate, wealth tax, up to 3% per year, every year. Uh, alternative minimum tax, bring that back, meaning no, no deductions. Bring back the Medicare the medical tax. A financial transaction tax, which not only gets the wealthy, but gets everyone. And when you die, your heirs are taxed ordinary income on the money. Wow. I don't even know what to say. But I will be asking him, you say you want to tax the hell out of the wealthy, but it looks like you're taxing the hell out of people who want to become wealthy. And if that ends up the case, you're going to have less people to tax going forward. So the plan has issues. What's your take, Mayor de Blasio? I mean, think about that. 70% tax rates. And the wealth tax. So you take 70% taken away from you. Then when you when you save up a crap load of money, even though a ton has already been taken away from you, up to 3% a year, starts at 1, 2, and 3. Even at 1% a year in 10 years, you're paying another 10% of your wealth. That is not your income. That's money you saved after taxes and everything else. And then Delaney, a businessman, who's made a lot of money, uh, started two companies. One of them was bought out, made oodles. Wants $4 trillion tax on carbon. But he says, well, we'll take $3 trillion of them and dole it out to people. How's he going to do that when the bureaucracy takes like $2 trillion before it even gets anywhere? And he wants a $2 trillion infrastructure plan. Another tax. Even though we're going to send them six and some odd trillion bucks this year. It just never ends with these people. And remember what I said years ago? Trillions are going to be the old billions. That's exactly what happened. Trillions, the old billions. It's uh, 4.53. Uh, we will probably end the show around 4.57. Uh, excuse me. It's 3.53 right now. And the Dow is up 3.86. S&P 43. NASDAQ 154. NASDAQ 100, 168. Uh, I must tell you, the small caps are up decently and the mid caps are up decently late, but still laboring like big time. Transports up 120. Advanced declines not bad. Really, I got to check new highs after the close. But again, <sighs> More interlopers. If a decent, conservative primaries President Trump, I will vote for them. I will not vote for him. He's lost me. And that doesn't even go into the presidentialness, and you know what I mean by that. All right, it's 3.54, we're heading towards the close, and of course, probably get a little bump into the close. That's, that's been the default setting, hasn't it? I don't know. We'll see. 3.89, 42, 151, 164. Socks up 41, transports up 118. Yippee, yay, yay. All I can tell you is I cannot wait to scan this bad boy and see what's jumping up quickly, what's not, and try to decipher a few things. But when you get all this type of interference, very a, a lot tougher to gauge knowing who knows what tomorrow brings. Who knows what side of the bed the president gets out of. All right, no more on the president. We've done enough there, right? We'll put out a report at GaryK.com tonight and just highlight uh, what we're seeing. Um, we don't do drugs, we don't drink here, but maybe it's a good time to start. What can I tell you? That's a joke, sarcasm, ladies and gentlemen.
I get made fun of because I don't drink. Have a great evening. Love you. Drive carefully. Thank you. And when you get home, do like we do. Simple procedure to make sure you hug your children. 99 old. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash S-T-O-O-L-A-N-D-E-R.